for those that may not know who you are, if you don't mind doing an intro, letting them know who you are. Sure. My name is Andrea Elliott. I have lost almost 100 pounds. I am a single mom of two boys, 10 and 14 twice divorced and I um, suffer from lupus and hypothyroidism um, and I'm also a personal trainer that's <laughs> that is the the thing that I love doing um, it started out as having to lose the weight whenever I was diagnosed with lupus um, and that turned into a passion of mine and I love absolutely love helping women we were discussing earlier that women um moms put themselves on the back burner they put their families first their kids first women tend to tend to everything else in their lives minus them and so i love when a woman takes control of her life takes you know control of her health and makes great strides towards her health goals and stuff like that that's something uh, i was asked once what um success means to me and I don't put a dollar amount on it mm -hmm. to me success means if I teach somebody something and they retain it and they also apply it to their life and they're able to lower their cholesterol lower you know not be pre-diabetic whatever it is lose 10 20 pounds they gained that those years back on your life and you that's not something that you can put a price on I definitely agree I think um there's different ways to measure impact yeah there's different ways to measure success and unfortunately um majority of human beings which with good reason tend to focus on the financial aspect of the equation oh for and sure it's yeah it definitely has its place but um you know I'm, I'm right there with you like i'm a big believer in providing value and being impactful even if it doesn't result in immediate monetary yeah. returns but eventually it will as a byproduct yep. if you keep you know going down that path and i feel like um that's something we can get into. Like you got into fitness and helping other women because yes. of your passion, not because yes. it could uh, make money. Yeah, it definitely. This is, I used to work in uh, for oil and gas companies. I've been in corporate all, all of my career. Um, and I did this as like a side hustle because women would DM me, my friends would DM me and they'd say, Hey, I want to work out with you or, you know, start asking me fitness related questions. And at that point, um, that was a few years ago. I was almost complete with the, I had 30 more pounds to lose and I started training them and decided this is something I fucking love doing. I love, um, seeing a person surprised that they can do something. They doubted themselves and just to see that impact on their face of like, holy shit, I just did that. Wow. It's like their victories are my victories. I take just so much pleasure mm -hmm. um, in my clients achieving whatever it is, even if it's not on the scale, whatever it may do. And that I, I've noticed in my own life that fitness has definitely evolved and helped other aspects and other, other um, parts of my life as well. So when I'm able to wrap my head around or able to push through a set in the gym or whatever it is, then I feel like I'm more prepared and more like uh, mentally adapt or adaptable, stronger, stronger, I guess, yeah. to, mm -hmm. to take on something else like outside of the gym. Yeah, and that, that's something we could get into is um, how the discipline aspect from the gym translates to other aspects in your life and yeah. why it's important okay let's you, talk yeah man i that's so funny so i am like a type a personality i'm very organized i feed off of structure 
Um, I don't like going into, even before I lost all the weight, whenever I was trying to and struggling for years to take it off, I would go into like classes and not knowing what to expect and not knowing things about my body. Like that definitely had, um, like an impact on me, but I absolutely love the, the discipline, um, of knowing, I mean, there are times I'll, I'll slip up. I have people, pe- my clients will say, you know, I gained five pounds, I gained 10 pounds. I'm like, that is nothing. Like, don't even fucking worry about that shit. That is so my, that's so minor compared to like what you're able to do. Like, tell me what else you did for yourself. And they're like, well, I meal prepped and I did these and, and they're starting to incorporate these, these other like disciplines in their life and be more structured. Um, just man, from the, from the jump, even earlier this week, I am not always motivated. I'd say half the time I'm motivated, whether I have a photo shoot, vacation, whatever it is. But the other half of the time, it is self-discipline. I'm telling myself, and I'm, um, like my dad raised me, or both my parents raised me, but my dad's in the army, and he raised me the later part of my um, teen life. And I have just that structure in place. I talk to myself almost like my father talks to me or would talk to me like, hey, get, get up, get this done. We have things to do. And because the other part of me will f- want to fight and stay in bed, stay in my comfort zone. Your comfort zone is the, is it feels amazing. But what feels even better and what gets those results is getting out of your comfort zone. So I will talk to myself like that. Like, get the, get the fuck up. Let's go to the gym. Let's do it. And afterwards, I feel amazing. So it's just also just reminding myself, like, these are the things that I have to do. It's not, I mean, I may not necessarily want to, but the end result is going to get me where I want to go. Where I Absolutely. Um, yeah, there's no better feeling, like, once you're done with whatever you were dreading. Yeah. Like, the post, like, productivity for feeling sure. is amazing. It's yeah. insane almost because uh, from my experience, like, I've certainly been in situations where... You know, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to go to the gym. Yeah. I don't want to go hit the the boxing bag or heavy bag or whatever. And once I get through that, you feel so much better. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like that that feeling. If you could bottle that, um, it would be the most consumed drug, in my opinion. It's better than anything. Else. Yeah. No, for sure. It does. What is that? I think it's like serotonin that's released. I think. Um, no. From the workout, it's endorphins. Yes. But then. Um, because it's a combination, right? The workout aspect is like the endorphin release. The self-discipline aspect yeah. is like dopamine. Yeah. And then um, overcoming something you didn't want to do probably like ties to dopamine, serotonin. But overall, you just feel really good. And I think getting in a habit of like doing shit like that, yeah, like breaking those patterns yes. is what leads to a Great certain release. amount of, mm-hmm. yeah, it leads to like a higher level of discipline. Yes. So if we could get into some of the sort of um, patterns that you've had to break because obviously like your transformation yeah. is nothing short of amazing. It's Thank insane. You. And Thank you very much. If we could get into the discipline side of things in that regard where, you know, how did you curate that uh, plan for yourself? What was the initial driving factor and, um, you know, how you managed to do it? Okay. Um, about six years ago, I was diagnosed with lupus and lupus is hereditary. It's extremely painful. My autoimmune system is compromised and long story short, my body is instead of killing off other viruses and stuff like that, my body has turned against itself and I'm, it's slowly killing itself. It's very, very painful whenever I have a flare up. Um, my flare ups I've had to learn people, the majority of people that have lupus, they suffer, um, they'll have a flare if they have too much sunlight, they'll have that butterfly rash. I don't have that. I get, um, 
uh, fibromyalgia and I'll start feeling just like death. Um, and it's usually stress related or food related is what I had to figure out what my flares were. My doctor basically just said, here, here's your medicine. There wasn't like trying to figure out what I feel like that was definitely like up to me to figure out that at that point I was 234 pounds, almost 240. Last time I recorded myself was two, 234, but, um, and I just realized like I, Although lupus didn't make me gain weight and I didn't gain the weight because, or I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't diagnosed with lupus because of my weight gain. It was just, I was at rock bottom with myself and just was really looking at myself like, how the fuck did I get here? How, who is this person in the mirror? And I think I just finally decided to, let's be serious about it. Let's not stop whenever I get tired because the, on the other side of that was, I'm going to have these painful flares that not even um pain pain medicine takes away they are they're excruciating and um so it was like okay either do this or be in pain and i ended up the first thing the first set of things i did was go to the gym go to the gym for an hour a day three to four times a week and i also did a whole 30 like before it was whole 30 just trying to figure out what the fuck would cause my flare-ups and what would make me uh feel like shit but from there, I lost 40 pounds, and then it started getting into, okay, where do I go from here? I lost 40 pounds. I feel amazing. My lupus is controlled. My thyroid is controlled. Mm-hmm. Now what? Now I have a bunch of saggy skin. You know, what can I do to get rid of this? And then I started um, incorporating weights in there, and from that, with the drive and that was not um, to lose the weight or anything like that. That I think the drive was like, how far can I go with this? How far mm. can I go? Um, let me see what my body can do. Then it started. It it turned from that, and it's. I think I go to the gym almost every single time. Like, let me see what I can do today. Let me see how far I can push myself today. And it is, it's fucking addicting. It's, it's so addicting to see what your body is capable of. My body feels like it's 20 years older than what it is. My joints hurt. You know, I, I don't recover the same way as what you would recover, a normal person recovers. But I still love the feeling of pushing myself one more rep, one more set, or going to the gym when I don't feel like it. Because just, just what we discussed, it, it's just, it's a very addicting um drug to do that and i do i fall back all the time i first and foremost i want everyone to know i'm the biggest foodie i love food i will continue to love food and have not an obsession with food i have a healthy relationship with it now but there are times where i do binge eat and i will eat fuck i'll go to i'll go to starbucks and get like three or four pastries but i do allow myself to kind of release the reins and and kind of be easy on myself for a little bit because I, I am so structured throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's even my, my daily like routine is even as like waking up and making my bed. Like those little things like that, that we, um, don't really value. Yeah. It's just like, I love coming home and seeing my bed is made. My room is always clean. It's not an OCD thing. It's like a pride thing. It's the same way with my body. I I've had, God damn, I've had so many DMS and so much hate and comments and shit from people that follow me, trolls, whatever, hating that I'm 34 years old. I am a mom and that I dress the way I do, or I post the things that I post and I don't do it as to get, 
any type of attention or anything like that. To me, it's it's empowering and it's like this is what my this is the result of what my body has done. The wealthy flaunt their their wealth. The healthy mm-hmm. flaunt their health. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Thank that's you. really that's a good one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think with anything um, that isn't something that people can easily achieve yeah. there will be a level of hate attached to it for sure and it's driven by envy and jealousy and um, you know those things kind of just they're just chatter yeah. like it happens with everything anyone yes. does that is hard and challenging to do yeah and we were talking about something else before this um, but you know the it's just I don't really focus too much on that yeah um, and there's like a flip side to it as well where you should also probably not focus so much on the compliments. Like it should, they should both yeah. be in the same way because either of those can be intoxicating. Yes. In regards. Oh, for sure. Sh- let's go into that. I've mm. had, so a lot of my clients, um, I don't want to say like all of them, but uh, the majority of my clients are women that have gone through a divorce, um, are trying to get their revenge body, are trying to love themselves more. And I have seen more times than not, and even with my own single girlfriends, women will, like, if they're not getting attention from men, if they're not getting those compliments, they take it personal. They take it as like, what's wrong with me? I've even had one of my old best friends say, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? How come nobody likes me? How come nobody loves me? It's like, why? Where are your values at? Where are your, yeah. Where's your value of your own self-worth? And I tell, I, I compliment myself, and as intoxicating and, and as good as it does seem to or feel to have that little pat on the back of hey you look really great or your podcast is doing really well or that ass is fat whatever whatever the compliment may be Mm -hmm. it's like someone else's opinion regardless good or not should not matter at the end of the day like yeah when you because when you don't receive those compliments like then what and you kind of question like is that even true because yourself i mean we want to validate our own opinion of ourselves through other people um and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, anyone that says they don't care, like 100%, is fucking lying. Correct. Because I think I everybody gives podcast. a fuck yeah. to an extent. Um, to an extent, though. That's, the, that's, extent, that's yeah. the thing. That's the thing right there is to the extent. Like, how much do you value somebody else's word over yours? Like, if, if, you, had, if, you, are, if you had something where someone was like, this is the worst podcast and da da da, like, how do you, how would you take that? Or what would you, how would you feel about that? Um, I base it off of, how much I respect the person that's giving the compliment. Yes. So if they're in a credible position mm. or if they have a podcast that's as big or bigger and they've done something in their life that warrants, um, you know, me valuing their remark, mm-hmm. then I would value it. And then I would use it to, you know, assess, reassess and figure out where I've gone wrong. Yeah. But if it's someone that hasn't done shit that's saying, yo, this podcast sucks then I don't even care. Good. Yeah, like, they're from the peanut gallery. Like, Thank you for listening. Yeah, you know? yeah. Thank you for contributing to it becoming bigger. Mm-hmm. But you didn't really add anything of value. So. Yeah. And it's the same way with um, compliments, in my opinion. And, you know, it's kind of like, to be careful how I say this, it's almost going to sound shitty, but you can't just take everyone's compliment the same way. And I don't oh. think anyone does, but... Evaluate, no, for sure. Evaluate where you're going on that. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Like you got to value the person's compliment based on what they've done, mm-hmm. and um, you know how much they give out compliments, like all these other yeah, things. Yeah, so other factors in there for sure. But it's it's the same thing where negative or positive, you should use it as information 
you should use it as um, I don't want to say fuel because that's counterintuitive to what we're talking about but to some extent it does help it does it help does. In man it I, honestly I think it, that in saying that like using it as fuel it depends on how the person just operates in general and responds in general to me I used to now like I don't give, I really don't give a shit like I tell myself I'm beautiful every day when I work when I wake up in the morning I don't care how I look but um someone else's compliments or whatever to me don't matter as much to where in the past they they definitely had and they don't have like that yeah that same like influence on me where before like they they definitely did and I, I would take everybody's everybody's opinions um to heart and would take mm-hmm. things really personal and mm-hmm. um would just look inward and now i think you get to a point well hopefully most people get to a point where they they don't they're like this person has no influence on my life or it doesn't you know they don't sign my paychecks they don't exactly yeah they don't like why am i giving them why am i sweating the small stuff and the small people i read this um quote that really stood out it was like um we think about ourselves more than we think about anyone else, but we value anyone else's opinion more than we value our own. Mm. Something like that. Yeah. By Marcus Aurelius. And it really makes sense. Like all day we go about thinking about ourselves, you know. What am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? Yeah. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. And it's obviously. It's like, normal. Yeah, of course. But then when one person gives their opinion, you're kind of just like your whole shit can get flustered. That's so. <laughs> Because you're like, but That's I value, so I think about myself all day, I value my own opinion. Yeah. But then here's someone else just yeah. saying one thing. And I think it's a social like acceptance um, thing or it falls in that category where as humans, like we want to be accepted by other humans. Yeah. Because if we're not, you know, like in, in primitive times, anyone that wasn't accepted was an outcast okay. or was killed off or something like that. And that innate sort of desire to be accepted is within all of us. But unfortunately through social media it just has made it it's magnified it in in, in the artificial sense we're now like a like which is so inexpensive to give it's so cheap to give Mm -hmm. just give a like it means so much to certain people Mm -hmm. and it becomes like the source that they value over their their own parents opinions or someone else like their best friend's opinion their best friend could be saying you look beautiful but the post didn't get a certain amount of likes fuck no i don't (laughs) that's so true that is very true. I have to say that I base my content though off of those type of things, like my insights and what has appealed to my audience. However, I don't, I'm not a slave to it. I'm still authentically me. So maybe this, this, these posts, I, I'll notice like this trend where this is getting a lot of likes and a lot of saves or whatever. I'm still going to continue to post even the things that didn't but I may minimize the, the things that didn't um, just because it's my platform. It's my platform. It's no, no, I mean, that, yeah. that approach is rooted in like strategy, <clears throat> right? Like it's a business approach. You yeah. want to reach as many people as possible so you can impact as, as many lives as possible. But there are so many people that do it without having that structure yeah. or without having anything to offer <clears throat> besides um, maybe the validation thing or maybe just their appearance to to get validation it's the validation it is the validation they i i do know certain people that 
they are looking for other people to ah shit i'm even fucking guilty of this Mm -hmm. i i called a friend earlier in the week i asked them their opinion on something we did not fucking see eye to eye and Mm -hmm. as soon as that conversation was over i was like what andrea why the fuck did you call this person bitch you know better you know that this is your opinion you know that this is like a good route to go why did you even need someone else to validate your feelings or your opinion on this matter yeah it's um i think when you, when you get out of that because i used to be really really bad into that where i would call other people i would ask like you know my close friends i would call every single one of them sally sue whatever i'm like hey what do you think about this and i would get everybody's opinion and then i would make my decision based off of that and it's like no those are the things that i want to do or they don't know all of it they're just listening to this short clip that i'm telling them they don't know the background that this person does this all the time or Mm -hmm. whatever it is so then whenever they give their opinion i'm like wait 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 wait. so i've learned and there's man there's a there's another really good book um it's it's an old it's an audible i was listening to but it's it's i think i can hear you now or can you hear me now and it's if you it's judging whether the person wants advice or if they are looking to vent just be listened yeah and just listen to you and a lot of people just they want to say things out loud and not necessarily hear themselves but they kind of put two and two together and they're not necessarily looking for your input or your not unsolicited advice because they're, they're telling you for a reason but yeah no there's tremendous value in that and that's um that's a good point um i think in that regard communication is important so asking would you like me to provide my input or Mm -hmm. do you just want me to listen um that kind of clarifies what they're looking for but to go back to the point of kind of taking people's opinions while giving them somewhat of a you know biased or smaller yeah um slice of the entire equation um i've kind of like learned to focus on developing a better way to have an opinion or developing kind of focusing more on the the fundamental um framework of how i make decisions as opposed to asking people for their opinion and making a quick decision and i think when you do that work on yourself when you're kind of like self-aware and brutally honest with yourself without the ego being involved yeah you know just saying you know what this is where you fucked up this is where you constantly fuck up anyone can tell you all these other things of yeah. like why the other person's wrong why you know all these factors contribute to it but at the end of the day you have to see your own patterns and recognize you know what i have this problem but then have a positive spin on it and be like there's nothing wrong with me acting this way i yeah. just have to find someone that can vibe Tolerate with that this, yeah. or compliment yeah. that or understand that at least mm-hmm. and that's where it becomes you know beautiful but just having a brutal conversation with yourself is super important. That I, that is a, another part of that emotional intelligence that we were talking about earlier. I feel like people that are able to like take that small like step and like look in themselves and and really look in the mirror and one it's one thing because man i again with that type a personality i do tend to be an emotion I'll, I'll react emotionally and i have to take a step back and say you know this behavior this way that i'm reacting isn't necessarily the best and learn from it but looking inward and knowing one these are my flaws or these are things that people don't necessarily like but two i'm fucking accepting of it now like i am very assertive i am a little aggressive 
and I've been told this is this, this is this, a woman shouldn't act like that, da, 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 da. you're not going to catch a husband, you're not going to keep a husband like that. I've been told all sorts of shitty things, but at the end of the day, this is who I am, and that's what makes me happy, and I'm going to continue to be my assertive, aggressive alpha Andrea or whatever <laughs> whatever those, those comments were, but those are things that I, I value myself and I love in myself that I am this way, and it's very... You, you are right that you have to find somebody else that can vibe well with that and that can complement those things in you and not necessarily take it personal that you are the way that you fucking are. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. But to that point as well, there is tremendous value in analyzing your own uh, negative flaws as well. Yeah. Or negative qualities where... Um, negative like, to who? Negative in the context of society sort of understanding okay. Okay. and uh how you know civilization kind of views certain things mm-hmm. and i understand that there's value in being yourself and and, and you know um contributing or pioneering some sort of change mm-hmm. where things that have been the way that they've been maybe aren't acceptable and you um become part of a group that pushes against those stereotypes mm-hmm. or, or certain things that have been established by <clears throat> other people but there's there are certain things that are clearly in the negative um maybe in terms of here i I recognize this about myself um being hypercritical that i have a bad habit of of being somewhat self-absorbed where you know in in certain conversations or contexts with people that i'm comfortable with i'll take it very um like introspective like i'll take it to within myself and be detached from the overall vibe of the conversation Mm -hmm. and I recognize that as a bad quality but I also recognize the positives of that because that's what allows me to have empathy and relate to people Mm -hmm. so kind of just auditing your own skill set and qualities and attributes and then realizing what things are negative in the context of society in the context of how they make other people feel because if my shitty personality or behavior patterns has affected or have affected my relationships with people then I have to figure out why that's happening and not just be like, you know, oh, that's just me, and they can't relate. Although that is true sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like just a balance in, in that regard. I completely agree with that. Somebody will see you as this certain way and will tell you these certain things about yourself or whatever. But then it's like that, like now I know when someone's like, man, you're really feisty or you're very aggressive. It's like, no, I know I've already evaluated myself and I know that, no, these are certain boundaries that... I hold for myself and certain standards and this is the way it's going to be take it or leave it and I told you the other day I had to leave it I had to leave somebody's house because they just they were not they were not accepting of my boundaries and what I had said